today because, Lord, you say in your word, according to Psalms 150 in verse 6, let everything that has birth praise the Lord. So we praise you today. We magnify you today, God. Over every circumstance, every situation that comes our way today, we are not a defeated because we are serving the King and King and the Lord of the Lord, who has already provided everything that we have need of. Father, we just glorify your name. We thank you for your son, Jesus, being obedient, even to the death on the cross, that we may be victorious on this side of heaven. We give you praise. <clears throat> we give you honor. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. And all things, we pray you bigger than anything that come our way today. Whatever we're facing today, God, you have already made a way for it. So we stand total in agreement with your word. And we say, Father, we thank you for your son obedience. And we will likewise obey the word of the Lord. We thank you for Minister Mac being obedient for the cause that you have placed on her life to reach the millions, the trillions, those that are in the way of the airways to hear the unadulterated word of God, to bring change in their lives. And as they go about doing that, what you have purpose in their heart and their life to do, that people too will get to see the light and the glory of the Lord. We give you praise today. Lord, if we had 10,000 tunes, we could even praise you enough today. But we give you praise. And you are magnified, large, and in charge of every situation and circumstance. That we can run to you, Lord, with whatever it comes to befall us, to cause us to not to be victorious. In you, there's totally victory. There is no failure in victory. So we magnify you today. We praise you, saying thank you, thank you, Lord, for saving us, giving us a mindset to know you better, to obey you more, God. We thank you for all that you're doing. As we continue to press forward into the mark of the high covenant in Christ Jesus, we will see the miraculous in the lives of the people that come in contact with us day by day. Father, we don't take anything for granted today. For our mindset to even get onto the prayer line, you waking us up this morning because someone was called this morning and didn't rise. So you're giving your grace and your mercy, oh God. Oh God. You're giving us your grace and mercy here today to magnify you and glorify your name. We thank you today for the message, Lord, that's coming forth. Another message that I know, God, that you have downloaded into the speaker to encourage our hearts to continue to press forward in the things of God. Don't give up. Don't give up. Continue to press forward and see what the end will be. And we give you praise today for all of those that feel that there's no hope. There is hope in the Lord. You can have the overcoming power by the word of God being invested in your life today. So God, I magnify you. 
we praise you, we give you honor and glory, and let everyone that's on this prayer line this morning that have breath in obedience to Psalm 150, verse 6, praise the Lord in the awesome name of the Son of the living God. And let everyone say amen. 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 Glory to God. Amen. Amen. Lord, we praise your name today. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Evangelist Smith for those prayers. Amen. Amen. Anyone else have a prayer re- prayer request, a praise report? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Good morning, Frank. Good morning. I do have a praise report yeah. um, on yesterday, the day before my daughter, Sharon, had a, had a heart attack. Uh, she had no signs, no symptoms, but she had a heart attack. The only thing, her back was just hurting. But yesterday, they did do a scope, and they found out that there was a blockage, mm-hmm. and they put a spin in. So I just give honor and glory to God that she is well. Yes. That her pressure has normalized, and she is on the road to total recovery in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, you know what? I give God all the honor and the glory. And I'm not going to take up the time, but, you know, being on this prayer line, and then we have a family prayer line, it's so important. And it's times like this when we are praying, when we are listening to the Word of God, it is stored up prayer. Yes. So when something happens, and we don't know anything else. We can just call on the name of Jesus and God. <laughs> hallelujah. We yeah. remember the days that we came before him. Up that we that we got stored up prayer. And you know what? Here, remember one of those prayers when we pray for healing, deliverance, or whatever we pray for. And he would look on it and say, hey, I must move in this situation. Yes. So you know what? I just get on and glory to God. Because I did not get a bad report. But yet, the devil tried to kill her, but God prevailed. In Jesus' name, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Lord, look, look. Lord, you are good. Yes, hallelujah. It remind me of that song. It remind me of that song when we sing, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Something happened when I call you. I'm telling y'all, y'all know me. I make a song to my God, to my father, to get his attention. Glory to God. Amen. Because I know praise is a devil. Chase a glory to God. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. You know, before I bring the speaker up. Uh, I was driving yesterday going to work. And you know what dawned on me, Sister Sheila? I was thinking, because I said, you know what? I work. I work um, in this new role. um, Sometimes 10 or 12 hours a day. And in those 10 and 12 hours, I start my day out right in the Word. 
And when I get the get to my office, I set the atmosphere in my office, in my car. I got the word, right? Mm. I said, I got to have the word of God around me. I'm saying something this morning before I let you come up. I don't have time to be gossiping and trying to worry about nobody's business because I'm going about doing my father business and whatever call he got me in the market. Listen, we give we give instruction. If you are part of the text community, we giving you, we say whatever date it is, like today's date is the 17th of November. Read Proverbs chapter 17, the entire. Listen, you we giving you the tools to use. Read the word. Keep the word around you. You won't have time to be on the telephone talking about nobody because you busy in the face of your father. And, that's why I don't understand how people can get caught up in gossip. That just lets me know that they're not in their word. Listen, Hebrew, Hebrews tell us that the word of God is alive and active. I want to be around something that is alive and acting, that is producing, mm-hmm. that is getting me all the way together. It's a fight, mm-hmm. saints of God. It's a fight every day, even today. It's a fight just to live right. My God, we tell our sons and our daughters this. We say, you know what? It's easy getting in trouble, but Lord God, it's hard coming out to get your name clear. That's why it's important, saints of God. It's imperative that you get in the word of God every day. Listen, the Bible says this. Faith comes by hearing. So what are you hearing? Sister Sheila, you talked about it this week or last week. What you're listening to? Who you hearing? Because guess what? Faith comes by hearing. If you're not hearing the word of God, right? You're hearing and listening to something else. Faith, you're going to either have God type of faith or the world type of faith. Because listen, the words have power, creative power. That's why if you full of the word, the enemy can't penetrate. He might try to get you and persuade. He, look, he come with suggestions, ideals, and thoughts. That's why you got to be word up. So when he come with a suggestion, idea, or thoughts, you can cast it all down. You won't be confused. Well, is this God or is it my feelings? What's going on here? You will know what's God and what's not because the spirit of discernment is heightening in you. I just helped about a thousand people out right now. Listen, get the word. Even if I don't have the time to study the word, I still got the word in my ear. Come on, saints of God. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And I'm telling you, it makes you so sensitive to the spirit of God. It's almost scary, y'all, that I know when people lying, even now, the more the spirit of discernment has heightened. It's almost like, whoa, Jesus. Okay, all right, God. All right, God. Now, what do I do with that? Pray, daughter, because right now, I don't want you to speak to it because they won't accept it. Or it'll be before the anointing. I'm going ahead of the anointing. You'll be so sensitive to the spirit of God. It's you are. Uh, listen, get the word in you. Hear the word of God. It, it, it grows you from the inside out. And you'll be you'll be in tune with God and not disconnected. Come on, Sister Sheila. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Amen.
Yes. You still have to be teachable because you still don't know everything. And if you have a mindset to think that you know everything, then you're already lost. You're already lost. Hallelujah. But I thank God for that golden nugget this morning. Yes. Glory to God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You know, saints of God, there is no life apart from God. That's what we're going to talk about this morning. There's no life apart from God. No life. Yet we alive on the earth. But apart from God, there is no life. When we call ourselves living a separate life without God, truly, we are already dead. Uh, 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 uh. We're dead. We're dead and in our trespasses and our sins. And there is no life in that. There is no life. There is no life apart from God. You know, in Psalm 24. And verse 1, it says, The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So how can you have a life apart from God? It is impossible. There is none none walking around dead, dead man walking that's what those who have not given their life to Christ they're dead men walking hallelujah but we're going to John St. John chapter 15 today hallelujah and St. John chapter 15 verse 1 says am the vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now, ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, you, ye are the branches. He that abides in me, and I in him, 
the same bringing forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If any man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto thee. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples, my disciples, hallelujah. There is no life apart from God in Christ Jesus. There is no life. You know, it comes down to, you know, in the nature, nature produces two types of vegetation and fruits. There's always, we're going to use grapes, for example. There are always grapes that are, are, are fruitful and productive. And with those grapes, you can make many things. Wine, you can make jellies, preserves. You can use those grapes in, in salads and various things because they are fruitful. They are viable. You know, they are useful. And then you got wild grapes. And wild grapes usually are more, they are bigger, they produce more, and they are bigger than a regular grape. And they're just everywhere. But they're non-viable. They're poisonous. They're useless. They just wild. They just all over the place everywhere you know they have no value they have no nutrition they are not useful they cause death if you eat them they are poisonous well that's how some people are some people are fruitful and some people are are poison are you part of the vine of christ jesus you know, let's take Israel for uh, an example. Israel were just like wild grapes. They produced wild grapes all the time. What did they do? They obeyed God and then they decided, I'm going to do my thing. And they did whatever they wanted to. They tried to live a life apart from God. They took on other cultures, uh, habits and and begin to serve their deities and their gods. They became idolaters. Yet they, yet they knew the truth. They knew what God had <clears throat> commanded and and what God expected from them. But they decided just to be wild grapes. So therefore, you know what? They were apart from God, and God had to allow various things to come among them. They were chastised in a, in a lot of ways, in, in many, many, many ways, because they tried to live a life apart from God to do what they wanted to do when they wanted to do it. 
and they did. And that was a great price. They went into captivity many times. That many of them died. They had to wander a, a short journey. <clears throat> when God did free them, they were freed from from Egypt. And God wrought many miracles while they were there, and even when He led them out. And they still went back to being like wild grace, unuseful. They murmured and complained, and still, even in the midst of the miracles that God had done, had wrought, they still were idolaters, even in the wilderness. So a short journey it took them forty years to complete, and the majority of them didn't make it. Only a few you know, made it. But the old head, they were dead and it was the younger ones that went on into the promised land. And even going into the promised land, being led by Joshua, they still took on the traits and the characters of their elders. They were still wild grapes as well. Still unfruitful, not producing, you know, viable fruit, edible fruit, not producing the spiritual spiritual aspects of what God wanted them to do. You know, today, just like Israel, we are the people, those of us who have repented and come to Christ. We are the ones that should be the example of righteousness in the midst of the world. Even in the midst, no matter where we are, what walk of life we're in, we should be that light in the midst of the darkness that we walk among every day. We're in the midst of darkness and we should be that shining light. We ought to be that lighthouse. A lighthouse is what? To lead the ships that they won't hit rocks and, and different things. You know, they have boys in the, in the, in the sea and then the lighthouse shines to, let, to, to produce a light to guide the ships. Well, we ought to be that like a lighthouse in the midst of that darkness and I would light all of so shine to what to lead people into righteousness to let them know you in the midst of darkness you living in darkness and here is the light the light of Jesus Christ ought to shine forth through us every day we ought to be a fruitful vine you know we ought to be part of that fruitful vine. He said, I am the vine. My father is the husband. God is the head. He is the sovereign father. And Jesus said, I'm a vine. Come from that true branch. From that tree. I am that vine. That was birthed from that. You know. And you are the branches that come from that vine. And you should be a light and produce good Bible fruit. Because if you don't, you're going to be cut off and cast into fire. So I am the vine and you are the branches. If you abide in me, I will abide in you. And I will bless you. 
I will teach you. You know, every this is an example, an illustration of who we are. Who we are. If a believer is fruitful, he is what? Prone and purged to produce more fruit. If he's not, God himself cuts it off, shuts it down, makes sure it does not corrupt the rest of the tree. One bad apple will spoil the whole barrel if you leave it in. So what does God do? He purges and he prunes to see who producing fruit and who's not. And what? He brings about a separation. If we if we take a look at our life, some of the people that we were associating with last year, they are no longer in our life this year. Some were producing wild grapes. And God had to what? Cut them off. That it wouldn't be a corruption to us. See, it wouldn't corrupt the whole tree. It wouldn't do that. So you know what? We as saints and ministers of God, hallelujah, we have to remember that God is the husband. He is the head. He is the father of Christ and the father of us all. We need to remember that Jesus Christ is the savior of the world. Mm. He is the vine that's connected to the father. And out of that vine, we are the branches connected to him that make us joint heirs that, that reunited us with God. And we are no longer bastards, but we have become sons reunited with God giving salvation, becoming joint heirs with him that we can reign eternally and live with God forever. We are branches of Christ and we must produce what? Good fruit. Every fruitless branch is what? A cut off. It's withered and is gathered with other dead branches and is cast into the fire and it shall be burned. Every branch that's truly in Christ Jesus is clean. It's pure in heart. It's purified. It's pure in heart. It's been purified by the blood of Jesus. We walk in the we are walking in the light because we have become light in the midst of darkness. You know, we must abide in Christ, and Christ will produce more fruit in us. He will grow us. We will mature. That's the right word. We will mature in Christ Jesus. And what? We'll produce much fruit. 
He'll give us what we need. He'll prune and purge us and continuously do it that we will always be fruitful. It'll never be a season where we don't produce fruit. Every season, all of our lives, we will what? Be producing fruit. We ourselves are helpless to produce fruit of ourselves. But when we stay connected and we abide in him, we will always be fruitful and multiply. Because there is no life without him. Hallelujah. We must remain in Christ. We must be prayerful. We must fast. We must continue to what? Remember him through the Lord's Supper. We must praise him. We must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must remember we are in the world, but not of the world. And not take on idleness. Not become an idolater in any way, form, or fashion. Let this mind which was in Christ Jesus be also in us. Purpose in our heart to stay connected to the vine, to what? To be fruitful and multiply. To do the will of the Father. To stay on the straight and the narrow path. To endure to the end. He that endured until the end, the same shall be saved. You know, God can, and remember that God can only be glorified by the branches when we remain in Christ Jesus and produce good fruit. We can have no life apart from God. We are dead men walking apart from God. We must stay united to the vine to be a good branch, to be a fruitful branch. We must know our calling, make our calling and election sure. To do the work of the of, of that God has ordained. We must know that we are chosen, anointed, and appointed and ordained for God. Not put ourselves in a position, but know that God has done that. Know with a surety. Make our calling and election sure. We must always be laborers. Laborers, laborers of the kingdom. We must always be willing to work. We must always be willing to suffer and know that blessings come with suffering. These are the things when we're connected to the vine that is part of our fruit that is produced as well. Souls are saved, healed, delivered, made free. We constantly speak in the word of God. And we constantly hear, we have a hunger and a thirst to hear, to know, to understand, to gain knowledge, to become wise in Christ Jesus, not 
wise in our own ways, not the wisdom, not gain the wisdom of the world, but gain the wisdom of God. That we can always live holy, just, and righteous before God, the holy angels, and before man. You know, we purpose to do that. You know, we are always laborers and not idols, idolaters. I not being idle in any way, form, or fashion. We we go, we get up, and we we're we're in a, we're go getters. Though we wait on the Lord for instruction, but we goers, we go getters. Lord, that's what you told me to do. I'm ready. I'm willing, God, to do so. You know, we wait. We waiting on God for instruction. We not sitting, waiting, gazing, and twirling our thumbs and waiting on God to give us every aspect. But when he speaks, we are willing to go. Because what? We are seeking. We are willing to what? To produce that fruit. We want to stay connected to the vine. We don't want to be the branch that gets cut off. Because we can't produce anything, any good fruit. Hallelujah. And then we preserve it for the fruit that we produce. We don't just produce a fruit and leave it there. Because just like we are part of that vine, we are that branch, and he purges and he prunes us. And he, you know, you know when you got flowers, you know what? You you look at it. You water it. You attend to it. You lift it up, tie it up, repot it, and you pull off the leaves that are dying. You purge it. You prune it, and you make sure that it's healthy and producing, and that and that plant grows. That plant begins to grow. I have some bamboo and it started off being just small and now you know what I look at and I say oh it's growing it, it, you know it's producing so that's what he does to us so when we produce fruit see we are the we are the fruit that, that Jesus has produced so he constantly purging and pruning us so when we produce fruit we have to do the same thing we have to attend to it we have to listen Water. We have to, you know, give it light. We have to speak to. We have to do whatever is necessary to make sure that the fruit that we produce produce as well. We don't just produce the fruit and leave it. That's why so many people, when they do get saved, they come to Christ. People, do you know they get them there, but what they don't disciple them. They don't take them under their wing and, and teach them the word. They go, oh, I went to a service or whatever, whatever. And, and so many people got saved. Or I brought somebody in and they got saved. But did you attend to the fruit that you produced? Are you attending to that fruit? Are you purging it? Are you pruning it? What are you doing with that fruit you produced? If you don't do anything with it, it's going to do anything with it. It's going to wither up and die. 
So we must attend and preserve the fruit that we have produced as well. You know, we preserve us of the fruit, not destroy us thereof. We can't produce something and leave it be on its own and think it's going to live, it's going to die. So attend to your to your fruit. You know, I have some young ladies that God has given to me because I I got a I got a mentorship and I mentor young ladies, young women that have a private relationship with their mothers. And and I I mentor those ladies. And 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 thus far in my lifetime since God has started me doing that, I have four young ladies that I have thus mentored. Those, that, that's my fruit that God gave me. And, and when I first met them, none of them was saved. One is deceased now. But she got it all before she died. She was my first, the first one. And I had to sit with her. Because the devil was trying to snatch her. But God, she died and she was good Bible fruit. And she produced other fruit. And I have three more that I have to constantly check on. And I see their growth and they're producing fruit. God has really blessed them. So you know what? That's what we have to do. When God give us, we have to understand everybody's not going to stay. Some go with other branches and they help to raise them up. But there are some God give us, and those that God give us, we got to purge and we got to prune that fruit. We got to preserve that fruit and attend to it. Just like God is still doing with us. Christ, you know, God is still. We connected to Christ that bad. So God is still purging us and pruning us that we can produce even more fruit. That our fruit. We're producing all season. So you know we preserve that fruit. And you know what? We must always pray. Prayers get results. We pray. We be fruitful in prayer as well as fruitful in, in bringing souls to Christ. That's how we know who to go to. And what fruit belongs to us and what fruit doesn't. And so, you know, we have to always pray. And we have to teach them how to pray. Yes. We have to teach them as God has taught us how to be a light in the midst of darkness. Not, we have to be a living example of the words of our mouth. That's fruitfulness too. Not do what I say and not as I do. We got to be a doer as well as a sayer of the word. So many people speak in the word, but they're not living the word. So we must also listen and obey God, but we must be a doer of that word and that instruction as well. So when we produce some fruit, which are souls that we bring in, we must live that life before them. 
be that light even in the midst of them, even though they have been enlightened. We must also continue to be that light that they will continue to follow Christ, to follow us as we follow Christ. So we must all, we must pray and teach them how to pray. Teach them to fast. Teach them about the communion. Teach them how to dress. Teach them as well proper foods for the nourishment of their body as well as this word. Just like he told the prophets, eat the whole roll, every word that proceeded out of my mouth. Man, you know, God told Moses, you know, that man should not live by bread only, but every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord, thus man lives. See? But he told Moses that for a reason. He said, I caused you to hunger. I caused you to suffer in the wilderness and all the things you did that I could make thee to know what was in thine heart, where you would serve me or not, that you would, would know that man does not live by bread only, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord does man live. And that's what through prayer, through fasting, through the things that God has commanded us, we learn that we will continue to be a part of this vine if we abide in the word. And we must abide in that word. That's what he said. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye except ye abide in me. So we got to stay in the presence of the Lord God Almighty in the name of Jesus at all times. We can walk in the spirit and not fulfill the lust of our flesh. We can learn how to walk in the spirit. You know, um, so Sakasha said, you know what? Because of her workouts and stuff, she set the atmosphere for her to walk in the spirit. Yes. To be surrounded in the spirit, to be engulfed in the spirit in her car and at her desk. And nobody knows what she's doing. Yes. But she does that. And that's what? Learning how to walk in the spirit. Abide in me and I in you. And we will be fruitful and we will multiply. And then you know what? It produces love. And we should love all men. And we love them enough to tell them the truth. To be a light in the midst of darkness. To let them know you are rich undone. You are selling your trespasses and your sins. Speak in the nostrils of God. Repent therefore and receive Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that God can snatch you out the depths of hell, purge you, wash you, and cleanse you, and make you a viable source of his kingdom. Without God, there is no life. There is no life apart from God. 
the unbelievers have a hard time. Atheists and all the all that foolishness and I don't believe in God and trying to prove God don't exist and all that. They are living a miserable life, people. There is no joy, no peace, no contentment. There is no they living in 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 imagination in a in a fantasy. There is no reality in that. There is no logic. There is no reason. They have no power over sin. There is no strength. There is no salvation. There is nothing apart from God. When we deny him, we are dead men walking. So, are you a fruitful vine? Or are you a wild vine? What kind of vine are you? Fruitful or wild vine? You ever seen people, they just all over the place, just all over the place, busy doing nothing? Wild vine. Are you a, a fruitful vine? You producing viable fruit, edible fruit, fruit that is pleasing unto the Lord God Almighty. You know, that make God hard, make God's heart merry and joyful. He looked down on you and, and he's pleased because of your fruitfulness, because you connected. You that branch that's connected. You have no brown, no brown withering leaves. You know, you know the, the, the little vines that's coming from you are fruitful. It's producing. Or are you just that? producing wild grapes that are meaningless unfruitful you know it's fruitless or don't have no fruit on it at all so remember there is no life apart from God he is the true vine and we are the branches unless they connected and produce with good fruit. Good fruit. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this word today. We thank you for the spiritual meal that you have given us. Let it be nourishment for the upbuilding of your kingdom and for our soul's sake, God. Let us take it and enter it upon the tables of our heart and remember it therefore always. Let us be a fruitful branch, God, that bears good fruit, pleasing and acceptable, that glorifies the Father. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Sister Sheila. I love John chapter 15 is one of my favorite chapters. Glory to God. For me to keep staying in the vine. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Any comments or views this morning? Yes, good morning. Thank you, Father. Thank you for another day. Thank you for the word on this morning. May the words of my mouth and meditation of my heart be pleasing and acceptable to your sight, my Lord God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Martha. Thank God you. bless you. Amen. Amen. Benjamin Smith, I heard your voice too. Yes, Lord. 
God has really been doing some work in us for this month. Oh my God. But <laughs> this word, you know, because believe it or not, there is a need for the word even among people that are attending churches. Mm. They're not build, being built up as they should to know that the Lord have not been in their lives to mismanage it, but to bring them to bear more fruit. And I thank God for the word of God. I tell you, there's a hunger and a thirst for more. My God, all of the water of life, the anointing and the power of God that's given to us on a daily basis. I just thank God there's no excuses. Listen, there used to be an old song when I was coming up, Sheila and I were about in the same area. It says, nobody fault but mine. If I die, my soul be lost. Because God is giving it to us and he's sharing with us and empowering us to be that light in the dark world that we're now living in. So I thank God for the servant of God, allowing God to just give the enhancement of the word for us to hunger and thirst. You know, something can't satisfy you if it's not what you desire. Ah, you're not satisfied to get that food that you desire. You know, you eat, but it's not the thing. It's not going to do the job. But God has just been serving us heavenly food to grow thereby. And I thank God today that being a part of that, you know, because like I always say, everybody can't feed me because everybody can't cook. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and I'm telling the word of God that's going to let you be satisfied and, and want to know more. I want to know more. There's so much more. A little devil never do us. So I thank God for me, for you, for those that hung and, and thirst after righteousness. God said, you will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord. My God, my God, my God. See, I could say that, my God. See, you have to be the one that do the cheering or say, he's my God too. Amen. Glory Amen. To Amen. In it to win it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. I, I would admonish that everybody go and listen to this message and pull out your Bible and just go ahead and read the entire John chapter 15 because oh, yeah, it, it, it will let you know your purpose. God chose you. <laughs> and since he chose you, you got to bear the fruit. Hallelujah. We are fruit bearers and we are fruit inspector. Come on, somebody. <laughs> We are fruit bearers and fruit inspector. Glory to God. I'm, I'm going to expect your tree to make sure if you are apple, I should, I should see some apples on that tree and not no oranges. Glory mm-hmm. to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I thank God for this, this um, message today. One of my favorite chapters to keep me in line, to let me know as long as I live in the vine. The, the vine is going to take care of me because I'm in him. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, well, Jamil, if you're on the line, come on and uh, give us the announcement. And immediately after that, Evangelist Smith, lead us out in prayer. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. 
The announcement for We Believe God prayer and devotion line is as follows. In today's message again, we have several ways in which you can. You can become a part of our text community by texting words subscribe to 786-258-8246. That way you will receive the retire recording for that day. The We Believe God prayer line number has been upgraded to just one number to dial out the access code. The number is 516-253-3558. You can also listen to the replay of today's message by dialing 605-313-4102 pound, access code 212-500 pound. There's also a bypass number due to some phone carriers that state the number you are dialing. It's out of plan coverage area and will be charged once in per minute to continue. The bypass number is 206-451-6014, then dial 605-313. 4102 access code 212500 pound. If you would like to receive a condensed version, you can join our register for the Proverbs 31 Women Private Podcast on all social streaming platforms. You can also Google Akasha Match and receive all social media handles or email us at wbgpad 2019 at gmail.com or write us at Minister Latasha Matt at P.O. Box 121. 341, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33312. We encourage you to sow in the word by reading chapter and book of Proverbs by date. For example, today is November 17. You will read Proverbs 17. So whatever date it is, that's the chapter you will read. And if you have a birthday today or this week, happy birthday. If you do not have your birthday, please send it via text or email so we can have celebration on your day. This concludes the message for today. Praise be to God. Oh God, you have made us your vine, that we may bear fruit. Sometimes we might have blockages and things that hinders the flow of life within us and making us weak and bearing no fruit, being tangled and troubled to others, not a source of hope. Help us to help others and ourselves to be that which you have called us to do, according to John the 15th chapter. Lord, we ask for forgiveness. <laughs> oh, God. For not allowing you to allow you to be all that we're supposed to be in you. We ask that all the blockage and the hindering forces that would come us to stop the flow of the power and anointing of God in our life be taken down in the awesome name of Jesus. We thank you today that we will continue to bless fruits as we begin to stay in connected to the vine. The fruit will remain in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. So be blessed in the Lord and in the power of his might. Until we meet again, God bless you all. Happy Thursday, everyone. Amen. Amen.